0: okay ready sure okay so we're back with noted uh white supremacist racist justin who last week said there were 37 literate people in india you want to walk your accusations back mr trump
1: (laughs) i just don't know the actual stats of how many people listen but eh, whatever
0: More than 37. Okay, cool. So you need to apologize to those Indians. I'm sorry. Okay, so you're not Donald Trump because you apologized.
1: I guess I'm weak, like Jeb.
0: Let's take a moment of silence for Jeb Bush's campaign while I pull up a page I wanted to talk about real quick as a news item. That was not Kanye West, or was that? Okay, yeah, all right, Jeb Bush is a failure, so the moment of silence is over. But I wanted to talk about something real quick that I thought was pretty cool. Did you guys see this five-dimensional storage glass thing? Did not.
2: I did after you sent it to me.
0: So there's a... It looks like this. I'll perilously turn the laptop and tempt fate. All right. And it's some kind of, I'm guessing, artificially constructed crystal Mm -hmm. that they write data into with a laser that uses very small pulses and i think that that came out to 387 terabytes inside one of these little quarter-size disks
1: so i'm like looking at this from a distance and it like i'm guessing that's like the full text of the bible on that little tiny you know you know couple fingernail size oops thing is it actually like text on there or is it like some sort of you know data storage you know zeros and ones type thing
0: it's um i guess data storage zeros and ones but done with a laser okay so it's stored in five dimensions, so length, width, height, and then two more dimensions that are apparently created by the laser.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not like five dimensions like crazy outer space uh, MC Escher stairs painting, but dimensions like database dimensions. But anyway, okay, that's pretty cool. It's a little quarter-sized disc. I'll put the story in the description that can fit the Bible, all the shit in the Bible into one little part of it. So you can just have, like, a coin purse full of, I guess, the Library of Congress.
1: I mean, you can basically do that with a smartphone nowadays, but, I mean, I guess it's not local storage, it's just the Internet.
0: I mean, these are durable, and uh, the story goes on to note that... um, perfect for today's discussion, that they, they may actually, if they, they won't be degraded by environmental stuff, so if they're stored properly, they could survive an asteroid impact that wiped out humanity. But it didn't wipe out
1: humanity. Oh, well, except the people that live on the East Coast.
0: And Deep Impact? Yes. Is that what you want to talk about first?
1: Uh, sure.
0: Okay, this, for everybody who got really high last week and doesn't remember, we're talking about Deep Impact and Armageddon um, today, which are totally not the same movie. They're way different.
2: Yeah, there's a funny story behind that.
0: What well, I never actually knew the story. What is the yeah, story?
2: It's that Armageddon is a Disney movie by none other than Michael Bay, the same Michael Bay responsible for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Transformers movies, that guy. And apparently they found out as much as they could about the Deep Impact script and Pretty much copied as much of it as they possibly could, and then wrote that into a movie, and then had Michael Bay direct it.
1: Sort of a rush job to like get out at the same time. Yeah, or... they came
2: out in the same year. They came out like a couple months apart, I think.
0: I can't remember. Yeah,
2: and apparently, like the Disney studio people were having you know, lunches and stuff with the screenwriters for Deep Impact and were just, like, plugging him for information about his script and then they were just, like, taking notes the whole time.
1: Uh, that's kind of a dick move as far as, like...
2: That's what they... Apparently, that's the, that's the story and then they finangled all of that into their own asteroid-hitting-Earth script.
1: But, I mean, really, all you need to know is that an asteroid's coming to Earth and, like, you can just, like... Do whatever the fuck you want on top of that. As far as like making a plot for a movie, I think
2: the point is though that there would not have been an Armageddon without them snooping on Deep Impact.
1: So it would yep. have been a better world.
2: Or once, yeah, that's right.
1: If they didn't do that, yeah.
0: Hey, so uh, fun fact: I just pulled a Justin and looked up the money on this. Yeah. Which one made more money? Do you think?
1: Probably Armageddon. Armageddon. It has Bruce Willis.
0: Yeah, Armageddon made five hundred million. And uh, Deep Impact only made three fifty.
2: Oh, just three fifty. So
0: Disney's stolen, photocopied script beat out the people who came up with the idea originally. Team Rat wins again.
2: I'm sure we'll, you know, we'll talk about this, but I, I'm pretty sure that the reason why Armageddon made more money is because it was like a, you know, America, fuck yeah, type movie with like a happy ending and stuff.
1: Yeah. what? Well, who did the? Was it Bon Jovi who did the? the ending theme and whatnot, like Disney pulling out all the stops with, like, you know, music and big actor names, whereas Deep Impact was more, oh, kind of more grounded, if you want to say that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Disney, they did pull out all the stops, and, like, the whole movie was... Weren't they, like, flying the sp- the uh, the shuttle and it's, like, like, heavy metal rock music or something when they're flying the shuttle or some shit?
1: Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. There were... <coughs> I sort of, you know... Went in and out of focus on this and Deep Impact a lot, just because I'm just like, oh my God, this is kind of...
2: Yeah, that's the difference. I actually watched Deep Impact because I hadn't seen it before, Mm -hmm. whereas I remember Armageddon so clearly because I saw it in the theater. (laughs) I didn't really need to watch that much of it to remember exactly what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was a VHS that I got when I was younger.
2: Like one of those ones that comes free. Something,
1: I'm gonna say it's probably it was probably one from like Blockbuster, like, it's like a
2: double pack or something. <laughs> yeah,
0: whoa, what I don't know. Were they selling off all of their old tapes? Like, this tape's been rented 500 times. No, I mean,
1: it was like probably one of the things you know, new releases like get it that for you rented, weekend. yeah. The like, the yeah, new releases that you have to like you only can take for three days versus like the normal ones that are like five day rentals.
0: In the magic uh clamshell case white slip with blue blockbuster logo. Yeah, where you have to like
1: squeeze the edges to like get the tape out because the plastic is blocking it from falling out.
0: Yep. Oh
1: scary, right? Good old days. Actually I think that was the Hollywood video. Blockbuster had like a little like case, like plastic case that you open sort of like a book, I think.
0: Right. Well, it had two, though. It had the one that had, like, the seam around the edge. It was, like, the, sh- the thin, shitty plastic. Then it had the one that had the seam in the middle that was, like, easier to open. Uh, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while. Blockbuster's been... It's deader than Bruce Willis at the end of Armageddon. Blockbuster's yeah. over.
1: What? Well,
0: actually, I don't know where one went to. You now I'm thinking <laughs> about it. I was going to say, I'll challenge you to name where one is. <laughs> you probably can't. I don't think they exist anymore.
2: I think there, there was one in this entire area that lasted as long as it could, and then that one died eventually.
1: Yeah, like two or three years ago, there was one uh, near my mom's up north of it, but I think that may have closed, and now it's just sort of a dead strip mall.
0: Yeah, so I'm looking at uh, Google Maps here, so out of curiosity, Blockbuster. Just search Blockbuster Video. Uh, all the locations are listed, but then under them in red says permanently closed. Yeah. <laughs> right. okay. So... They're deader than Bruce Willis at the end of Armageddon. Okay. When he bravely blows himself up to save Ben Affleck and... um, What's her face? Liv Tyler. What's her face? Yeah. I was going to say Arwen Arwen Arwen. from Lord of the Rings, but... Oh. Steven Tyler's daughter from Aerosmith. (laughs) God. Yeah. Small world, I know. It's amazing how these kids end up in the pictures. Here you go. Here's some money. But you want to talk about Deep Impact first? Do you want to talk about the great... Ta Leone and her vaguely foreign father reconciliation subplot that could have been cut out of the script with no consequence. Uh I
1: think I sort of like glazed <laughs> over with like responding to like texts on my phone during those parts. Um I just thought it was kind of funny <laughs> when they both died at the end, like hugging. They both committed suicide. <laughs> well, I mean they were I don't remember why they went to the lighthouse or whatever, but
0: 'Cause I took a vacation there like thirty years ago.
1: Well no no no. I mean like why didn't they, you know, try and get away from the coast?
2: That was their dad's house. Yeah. Yeah, so they've they always lived there or something. Wasn't that the whole deal like they just had a fun day on the beach or whatever and that was what they were talking about?
0: It's just one of those stupid oh, wait. cliche, only time I was over happy things.
2: Yeah. It was kind of contrite and
1: And I thought they were gonna die anyway since they couldn't get into the
2: like, they just gave in on that completely. They didn't really try to make anything out of that. It's just like a shoehorn plot point, and it's too bad because her dad is Maximilian Schell, who was in, been in a lot of great movies, but they kind of wasted him.
0: If he were smart, he would have just gotten a submarine.
1: What, and just, like, ride out the wave?
0: Fuck yeah.
2: <laughs> that would have been more an Armageddon type <laughs> It's like, the French guy's got a submarine. <laughs>
0: Oh, Armageddon would have been, like, the eccentric crazy guy who lives on the coast, has a submarine, and he, like, has, like, the crazy guy hat on that all the crazy guys in movies have to have, like, the crazy guy hat. Yeah.
1: Was Armageddon the one with the crazy Russian dude,
0: or was that Deep Impact? Yes. I mean, the guy in the space station? Yes. Who's like, he speak mix the fuel. Yes. Okay. And it's sorry. Like, these movies blend together yeah, very they easily. They dock with Mir. Me, the expert <laughs> yes. Russian guy, is not going <laughs> to mix somehow, the fuel and somehow like just explode it, like Which, because by the they way, docked there. Mir has gravity now, apparently.
2: Yeah, but actually, the fact that like they would, <laughs> they would dock with Mir and then it would blow up was actually probably pretty pretty plausible. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. But, what
1: what always threw me off was like when they were on the comet. Like they should be in like some sort of microgravity like environment where like you know their hops are you know tens of feet high but they were like just sitting on earth like oh it's gravity here as normal whatever
0: it's because if you're filming on a soundstage on earth it's regular gravity oh like the moon landing okay right so it's very hard to make it look like you're in low gravity okay but you know what i guess we're talking about armageddon now well, i don't we're, even we're going know. back and forth we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go we'll roll with it um back to mir though why does Russian guy let Ben Affleck run the fuel pump? I mean he should've run it himself, but if he, he can't run it himself, let um, you know, douchey military guy who's in every movie run it. Somebody who's not just the guy who runs the oil rig. What what does he I know mean, about I, space I, fuel pumps?
1: I, I guess like, you know, maybe space fuel pumps and oil drill and the pumps on those have a lot in common. Possibly, and like, oh, I guess you can handle yourself since you've been on an oil rig. And apparently, they didn't realize that like the way Bruce Willis runs his oil rigs are like with a shotgun and an iron fist.
0: Yeah, Bruce Willis is murdering people. Yeah. Until um, once his face, he's dead now. Michael Clark Duncan steps in front of him. And oh, with the wrench, heals his you know urinary tract infection. <laughs> What?
2: (laughs) You haven't seen The Green Mile?
0: Oh, no, I haven't.
2: Yeah, okay, well, that's actually a really good movie and really good book, so.
0: That movie is hilarious. Okay. Especially the end, you will laugh. I'll laugh? Yes.
1: Okay. That's the one with the mouse, right? Yes. In the the prison? Okay.
0: Which is, it's fucking hilarious, so you will laugh. All right. Just like Armageddon. (laughs) I think Armageddon is the better movie out of the two. I have more fun watching it because it is just... No, bad. it is. It's more fun to watch
1: because Deep Impact went for a more serious tone. Like, oh no, like the world's going to end. It's like, it's more realistic, you know, what will happen. It's like, oh, we'll try and, you know, save the artists and, you know, the the young people and the people who, you know, have, you know, great minds and whatnot and put them underground and hopefully that'll save them.
0: Yes. Yeah, totally Versus weird.
1: Armageddon, it's like, yeehaw, haw let's get this comment, boys. With a nuke. Yeah. With two. Two and big bombs. Yeah, all the subplots in Deep Impact just sort of fell flat. The one father and daughter thing, the thing with the kid. Who was that kid? That was... Frodo. 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 That was what I was thinking. Of. I last I watched it last week and I couldn't remember, but yeah, it kept bothering me. Like That Frodo like, kept looking for the ring. How much
2: practice did he have walking up hills and shit already? I know. Like... like <laughs> <laughs> From that movie alone,
1: when they were casting for Lord of the Rings, they were like saw Deep Impact, like oh my god, there's our Hobbit. Yeah,
2: he
0: can sure. walk up hills. Yeah,
2: put some hair on this guy's feet and give him a salary.
0: Exactly. I don't like Deep Impact. I don't like it at all.
2: Yeah, oh, I thought I mean, they punked I'm... out in the end. Like the whole movie's like, oh, we're resigned to the fact that the world's ending and how do people deal with that? And then they punk out at the end where it's like, oh, we found a way to blow up the asteroid and everything's okay. Now, uh, you know, two years later, Morgan Freeman's back and like rebuilding his white house and stuff. And,
0: Neil Armstrong blows up the asteroid. Like,
2: right. If you, if you're really gonna like base a movie off destroying the world or the end of the world, like let's actually end the world.
0: Like 2012, one of yeah. the greatest movies ever made. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck deep impact. Yeah. What a piece of shit movie this is, honestly.
2: Also, I did not believe, like, when in the end where she lets the woman and her kid get on the helicopter in her space. Like, how much does Ta Leone weigh in this movie? You think, like, fucking 90 pounds? She looks, like, super thin. I'm sure the helicopter could have taken another person. So she just basically decided to commit suicide and go to her dad's house.
0: Well, she had to go die with the most interesting man in the world.
2: Yeah, well, she could have survived. She could have gotten in that helicopter. Or she could have stayed on top of that fucking skyscraper they were at. Like, a lot of people did that in the movie, and the skyscrapers didn't get knocked down. So she just wanted to die. That's the only conclusion I can draw.
0: Yeah, can't do anything, nothing matters. She was a nihilist. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just, also, I did not like, you know, if you're if you take the asteroid or the comet, whatever the fuck it was, as a character between the two movies, like the way they're portrayed... <laughs> It's like Deep Impact is just like, oh, it's just a comet. It's a force of nature. It just does its thing. I like how to Armageddon, like, it's portrayed as, like, this evil thing, like, ominously coming. It's got, like, green clouds coming. It looks like fucking V'ger from Star Trek motion picture <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, it's coming for you. And... <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it has like this sinister over-the-shoulder shot, like somebody sneaking up behind you to kill you all the right. time. Right,
2: and then it's just like that totally sets up the whole like dichotomy th- with you know like Team America, fuck yeah, and stuff. We're gonna go up with our like laser drills or whatever the fuck hey. they use, and like you know oil drill this thing to death. Hey,
0: hey now, like I said last night, this would ha- this is a perfect, awesome movie if you just buy into the concept. Like if you like Independence Day, if you just let it go. And just embrace how great America is in the movie. No, like
2: Independence Day is actually a good movie though. Like Armageddon is only a good movie if you accept how shitty it is and you just enjoy how stupid the movie is. They should have
0: taken it further. Like they could have gone to that (laughs) Starship Troopers level, like I was saying yesterday, like had like the Marines in the spacesuits who are so pumped (laughs) with roids like their necks couldn't fit through the pressure collar and like just spitting chewing tobacco on the inside of the helmet punching the nuke into the asteroid <laughs> and then leaving Headbutting it. Headbutting. yeah and go, you know going back to earth and like you see the asteroid blowing up at the end like we're all drunk at a barbecue like throwing up everywhere and like chugging beers yeah. like a guy shotgunning a beer and like throwing the bottle on the ground it's <laughs> like the firework star and they're all like <laughs> that would have been a better movie that would have been
1: awesome.
2: so basically you want like the cast of universal soldier to be the the people and who put, <laughs> you know they're gonna put the uh the bomb into the asteroid right.
0: like if everybody looked like Brock Lesnar in the movie
2: yeah yeah so like the drill guys are just up there to like it would be like and then they, they just were like stoop faggot and just punch it in and the-
0: well yeah like the drill guys had been sort of effete little like scientist gay guys with you know thick glasses and they were unsure of how to operate in space and the marines like just threw them against the side of the shuttle and were like shut up new fish <laughs> like maybe smashed their helmets on the outside so they died and like oh they all died like no fags in the shuttle yeah, I feel like if they
2: had, like, <laughs> Marines or something there, that they could have done, like, some cool, like, zero-G moves and stuff at least. Like,
0: oh, man, gravity's got me. I'm being pulled away or something. Or, well, know. it was a Michael Bay movie, so I'm really surprised it didn't have a black military guy trying to play basketball on the asteroid.
2: Or, I, like, I, golfing. I, I, I think this was, <laughs> Wasn't this
0: before, like, Michael Bay got, like, his this chops was, for being, like... I think pre-Bad Boys, so it was before, like, his just casual racism in his character's activities. Yeah, exactly. It's that's before what I'm he saying.
2: discovered that making fun of black people makes <laughs> lots of money in movies, I guess. Like with the I two just... racist Transformers in uh, Revenge of the Fallen or whatever. You I know, mean, the two little guys. Yeah, yeah, the little,
0: yeah. the, yes. The guys what? who speak like in, in ghetto pigeon English. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. Don't,
2: you don't remember those? I didn't
1: watch that movie.
2: Okay, well, don't watch it then because you're just going to ruin it. Just look it up
0: on YouTube. The okay. isolated by itself.
2: Right, because they made such a big deal about it when it came
0: out. Okay. But it's these two little, like, smaller Transformers who talk like they are corner boy drug dealers from The Wire. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. How the... Whatever. (laughs) How does he keep getting away with it? How does... Yes. He can't keep getting away with this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was thinking of Bad Boys, personally, where it's like Barton Lawrence is a retard and Will Smith drives a Porsche and is a, you know, big fan of sports and everything and has an earring and likes rap music and it's just like, you want to give him some grape soda? Like... What's next, Michael Bay? So I'm glad it didn't happen in this movie. I'm really glad in Deep Impact that Jon Favreau died, because that was fucking funny. Yeah. That was the best part of that movie in my opinion. Tony Stark's bitch gets the shaft. The guy who gets like ejected off the asteroid from the little gas vent. Wait, that was Deep Impact? Yeah. Oh,
1: wait. Okay. No, no, no,
0: There's gas vents and shit in both movies, but the astronaut who gets like shot into space and just dies out there.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And with the Russian. Oh, yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I the remember The Russian now. dude's arguing with Neil Armstrong, like, we have to go rescue him. And he's like, no, my nickname's Fish. We can't do it.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, I remember that now. I but need that to spend was more fun. time with
0: my sons. You only seen him for 30 seconds in the movie, but I love my boys. Yeah, Spurgeon.
2: <laughs> Is that even a real name, Spurgeon? Never heard that anywhere else except this movie. Sure. I don't believe it. It's
1: real because they made it real.
2: Yeah, well. I think it sounds like they made it up just to make that joke about his name being Fish. That sounds like what it is. Yeah. Anyway, it was super weird. It just...
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it. The... Morgan Freeman calls the MSNBC reporter. How much fucking money did the MSNBC pay to make Oh, that yeah, that's movie? the
2: other thing. Like, this whole movie was just, like, a big two-hour-long advertisement for MSNBC. So it was, like, made...
0: All right, where well, were we?
2: So, just basically that Deep Impact is a two-hour advertisement for MSNBC. Just, yeah. I, I agree with you. I wonder how much money they paid for that. This movie was, like, made in 1998, so when did MSNBC start? 1996 uh, or something
0: somewhere in the the mid 90s when microsoft was at its peak
2: yeah so they they must have paid a lot of money or finance part of the movie or something
1: well did the studio who made this have any ties to microsoft which one who was that
2: well wow, i don't know who made it
0: it's hmm. a good question let me check the wikipedia paramount paramount Hmm, mm,
1: i don't know of any ties But there's probably some, you know, deep Illuminati tie between the two. So that
2: could have been it. I mean, Paramount's owned by Viacom. Yeah. I don't know if it was back then. Pretty sure it was. Okay. But they have no connection to MSNBC, obviously.
0: Okay. Whatever.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was funny.
0: Somebody probably made a bet with Bill Gates at the Bohemian Grove meeting. And yeah, he was all like, all right. I'll make a news network. And that's what happened. As likely a story as any, because it makes no sense in this movie that somebody on a shitty cable news station that just launched would be the president's go-to pick for their secret asteroid fly ship that they revived from a old 1970s NASA plan to have a nuclear-powered spaceship that they built in secret. Eh. Whatever. At
1: least it made, like, a little more sense. The fact that, like... I mean, it's it just... They, it made more sense because, you know, they had been planning for it for, you know, a couple years since they found it. Versus okay. Armageddon, is like two weeks before. It's so like, hey, let's go throw together a bunch of shit. But, like, that's why Deep Impact doesn't do well. It tries to ground itself in reality in, like, a concept that doesn't make a lot of sense. They try and blow up an asteroid with a nuke you need to take it with, you know, a grain of salt and just go nuts with it rather than, like... Okay, guys, we gotta, you know, plan this out to be, like, real super, you know, realistic to what would happen in the real world.
2: I found it really hard to believe, too, that they launched pretty much the entire nuclear arsenal of the world at the comet when it was getting close to orbit, and the missiles somehow just missed or something or didn't really do anything. Like, I'm just thinking... That much nuclear weaponry, I would think that it would be able to, like, do some pretty serious damage to that comet, even if it wasn't, like, didn't get into the core. I mean, you're talking, like, how many warheads did they launch? Probably, like, thousands, because they said that they launched, like, the whole Earth, like, coordinated their launches.
0: Who, do you know what?
2: I'm just thinking, like, the biggest nuke ever tested was, like, that tsar bomba thing. Mm -hmm. which would take out, like, a quarter of, like, the northern part of Russia. Like, that's the blast radius. So if you have weapons that are even half that powerful and you have, like, 20,000 of them at that time and you're launching all of them...
1: and the comments, like, they said, like, you know, the size of the one that knocked out the dinosaurs is, like, you know, 8 or 10 miles wide or something like that.
2: Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, if a nuke that can do that much damage on Earth can't do that much damage to a comet, given that comets are also mostly made of, like, ice and dust. I don't know.
0: I just want to know, for a movie that spent all this time, like, trying to be science and shit, why detonating all those nuclear weapons didn't turn off everybody's car, TV, etc.? Oh, oh, from the in the upper atmosphere. I fucking saw a golden eye.
2: Or the Hail Mary shit at the end <clears throat> where they're like, oh, like the, the little piece of the asteroid that broke off, like there's like a pathway into the core now, so we just fly the <laughs> spaceship in there and do like a suicide run.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, not to yeah. mention that they somehow still had enough fuel to do a maneuver yeah. like that. It's like you have to
2: go through the planet core.
1: <laughs>
0: Neil uh... Armstrong. Neil Armstrong? Yeah.
1: That wasn't Neil Armstrong, was it?
0: No, but I think that's who he was supposed to be. Okay. Like the famous astronaut who was like the first man to do something in space. They talked about the moon in the bar at the beginning with the young hotshot astronauts who were like, you're fag.
2: Yeah, wasn't he the last guy to walk on the moon? That was his thing in this movie.
0: Something to do with the moon. He was one of the astronauts who was yeah. on the moon.
1: And that somehow gave him the... Chops to fly a... Or the, you know, credentials to fly a shuttle, which is nothing like the lunar modules that they
0: use. I guess because he landed on a uh, rock in space before.
1: Uh, again, it's two completely different, you know, systems. Nah, he's the know. best
0: man for the job. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I Okay.
2: Maybe Maybe it's plausible because after they canceled all the moon stuff... They wouldn't have had anybody who'd actually done any kind of piloting outside of Earth orbit at that point. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, but it still seemed kind of far fetched. I mean,
0: his argument is that, like, it's not like the simulator that you kids have been using, so you don't know how it really is to fly in space. Like, but okay.
2: But he trained on a fucking simulator, too, before. And then he did it <laughs> yeah.
0: once. Right. he did, well, he did <laughs> it once in a spaceship from the 70s or the 60s that has lessened the power of a graphing calculator in 1998. Yeah, right. So, how the fuck is it the same thing? What do you know? Nothing. Sit yeah, at home yeah. and be old. Like
1: it, it, it's like somebody who you know drives you know some like two door sedan, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna drive a big rig tomorrow." It's similar but completely different. I mean, you can't just like make the same turns and whatnot, it, or yeah. Kind what of, if
0: you're the best man for the job? Okay. Well, okay, the mas- got it. Then. The
2: Messiah ship that they constructed looked like it was a space shuttle with, like, a huge nuclear-powered rocket attached to it. That was basically what it looked like. And I, as far as I know, the space shuttle is, like, flying a brick. So it would be very different from, like, the lunar modules that they got launched off of an Apollo, you know, Saturn V rocket. or And then pretty much, yeah, it was just yeah. the tip of the rocket and... Yeah.
1: That was the actual part, you know, that they maneuvered with and landed on the moon.
2: And they didn't actually have any, like, propellant or any stuff besides, like, the maneuvering. They were just, you know, slingshotting around the moon and coming back, right? More or less. Yeah. Who knows? But, I don't know, they had to make it...
0: Listen, Fish is the best man for the job. I don't think you guys are understanding that plot Especially if
2: the other guy gets blinded.
0: Yes,
1: Oh, that was actually a pretty fucking funny scene. So did he actually regain it his
2: sight ever? Or is it just like he's looking into the camera at his family like, I can, you know, don't worry, I'm fine. No, it's that
0: stupid thing where it's like, I can see them, I can see them. I don't need to see them because I can see them because I love them. they're in my heart. Yeah, it's like the end of Matthew McConaughey driving through the interdimensional portal on his Lincoln at the end of Interstellar there. Love's forever. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's just not how it works but he's the best man for the job as we found out in Interstellar so that's just the space movie theme
2: the, the only thing about Deep Impact that I found was really realistic was their plan to shelter the people in the deep caves and the like the methods they used to choose which people were going to survive that seemed pretty plausible but that's not an e- that's not I mean that's not a hard thing to decide like You want all the people with technical knowledge and who, you know, artists, people who have specific skills and can contribute, and you don't want a lot of old people, obviously.
0: What did Toby Ziegler and his wife do that made them so special?
2: Their son was the kid who discovered the comet.
0: That's, they didn't...
2: No, that's how they got their get-out-of-jail-free card, because Uh, their son discovered the comet. But they
1: didn't get taken on the thing did they or did they
2: choose not to no they did it's the girl his girlfriend's family didn't get chosen (laughs) and she stayed behind and he like it's his wife's family right he married that's his plan was so that they could come along because they were legally married
1: do hobbits marry or yeah, they, they like do. have some sort of other social well, they do. system. Samwise
2: okay. gets married in the end of Return. To of the, the bartender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The bar wench. <clears throat> yeah,
0: whatever she was, the woman with the huge tits that he wanted to fuck in the first movie. I think. Okay. Right.
2: And he didn't have the balls yeah. to like talk to her and stuff. Now he's like, whoa, you know, I survived the dragon and all that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Okay.
1: I'm just making sure that hobbits could marry.
0: Well, yeah, and then he's going to ask her if she can fight the mighty or slay the mighty trouser serpent.
2: <laughs> Where did you think the hobbits come from if they didn't marry, like, they've grown in pods or something? Possibly.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I never really looked into it.
2: Like I never under, was into... Under Bag End, there's like...
1: <laughs> yeah, they could be like some sort of like...
0: It's like the Tommyknockers TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: We have to review that. That's hilarious. That's oh truly hilarious. Like the bad <laughs> graphics. and.
0: I may need to be on Suicide Watch if we have to do that one. <laughs> 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 we'll do it, though. It's a fuck. It's, you're in for a treat if you've never seen it before. I'm not sure. Oh, boy. It's like Stephen King. It's a Stephen King story in TV movie adaptation, so you can like check all the Stephen King cliche boxes. Basically,
2: mm-hmm. Justin, if you look at the book, It's extremely long, and because he wrote it at the height of his, like, alcohol and cocaine addiction, so... (laughs) And the story reads just like you'd expect, based on that. I'm a
0: failed... Was he a failed author or something? Yeah, like
2: an alcoholic author who lives Eh. in, like, the... Maine. Maine. Yeah, it's always Maine, like, in the backwoods of Maine or something. I'm a
0: failed alcoholic author in the backwoods of Maine, and I found out there's an alien spaceship in my town making people weird and crazy the end.
2: But nobody believes him because yeah. he's a drunk.
0: <laughs> you're a drunk. You have incontrovertible proof of what you're saying, but you're, you're a drunk. Your reputation is no good.
2: And then he attacks somebody with an umbrella or something.
0: <laughs> it's a good movie. Wow, what the shit? Yeah.
2: <laughs> See what I mean? Cocaine is a hell of a drug.
1: It is, it is.
0: Uh, again, though, Armageddon would have been better if they were doing coke in the shuttle bay before they went out on the asteroid. Yeah. Like they just like got like the I don't know, like the laminated briefing cards they have for all the mission stuff and like just
2: got really amped up. Yeah, made <laughs> I
0: made some lines like nice and straight and used like the NASA laser level to make sure they were perfect, then it's like <laughs> and then got out there and like we're <laughs> drilling the asteroid like Argh! <laughs> And then get got the drilling done in like yeah. ten minutes. And then, like you know, <laughs> got back in the ship, like wiping their noses, running everywhere. and like, "All right, we got a guy back to Earth now, yeah, guys." <laughs> Some guy has to start having a catastrophic nosebleed or something in his spacesuit. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> oh, man And then they can come back. I can't see my helmet's gone. <laughs> Just come back to Earth, and he's got blood all over his shirt. Like when they're coming out of the spaceship, like what happened up there oh, you know, no, no big deal. Oh, oh, man, they're all pale and sweaty and shit. And they're just like, hey, can we go to Florida, like Boca Raton real quick? Like, oh, that's how you make a Michael Bay movie.
1: Uh, that sounds like what would happen if uh, this movie was made in 2016.
0: Rather than having Owen Wilson trying to escape people on a motorcycle. Was that him?
2: No, it's Frodo.
0: No, 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 no! no, 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 no. no. In Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, When they oh, had
0: yeah. that dumb montage where they're rounding up Bruce Willis's group of semi-criminal oil drillers. Yeah. It,
2: no, no, no. Is it? I thought it was one of the black dudes on the motorcycle, and he was like running from the police. Oh, Owen
0: Wilson Clark? was on Duncan? the horse. Yeah. Yeah. I know it was something dumb where he was like trying to escape the police in a very inefficient way, and the helicopters like come behind him, and he's like riding like a cowboy, making cowboy noises, and it's like.
2: Are you a child
0: or a scientist? Like, what are you?
2: Michael Bay was clearly trying to do, like, the Magnificent Seven thing and getting them all together in the montage.
0: (laughs) Or Steve Buscemi, who's the genius guy, who's also, like, a serial killer rapist, apparently.
2: But let's
1: keep that on a DL.
0: He's cool.
2: (laughs) He saved the world. You have to accept him now.
0: (laughs) Well, no taxes, bitch. Yeah. Exactly. That's the whole reason why I watch this movie. (laughs)
2: That's probably the real fantasy that people engage in and seeing this movie. I'm like, man, if I save the world, like, shit, I won't have to pay any more fucking taxes.
0: Wouldn't that's that would be one of the things you asked for, though, if you save the world? Like, hey, I don't want to pay any taxes Absolutely. ever. Like, never again. Not even for, like, sales tax. And then nothing. your
2: agreement would get lost in the IRS bureaucracy and you'd end up paying anyway. That's how it would work in real
0: life. Yeah, that's true. If only you could, like, stop the asteroid temporarily and just hold the Earth hostage. Until then, Michael Bay can't make any more movies. Otherwise, you're just going to start it up again. You're going to push the button and start it up. Just like some sort of,
1: like, Doctor Doom, you know? Yeah. Villain-type person holding the Earth hostage. But, like,
0: in a Scott Evil kind of way. Like, I have a gun in my room. I'll go get it. Come back. Take me two minutes. Bam, dead. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Use your brain. you got to be like Steve Buscemi and solve the Rubik's Cube.
1: I don't remember that part. When they're
0: talking to the psychiatrist who's trying to evaluate them and they're all having like their funny quirks and stuff and he like solves the Rubik's Cube real quick and is like, I'll tell you why I do this because they let me play with explosives. I have you know, a doctorate from blah, 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 blah. He has eight degrees. and you know, He's just a weird guy who likes to live on an oil rig. Oh, yeah. Conveniently away from any sort of extrajudicial remedy for all of his rapes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I that now. It's what you do. So much better than Deep Impact. I fucking hate that movie so much. Ironic in the, that the, it was the whole The whole concept
1: just doesn't work as like, you know, a serious drama movie. And I think that's, that's, that's what it comes down to.
0: I think it just comes down to like, it's, it's so, they take the trouble to make it so neat. And like, button it up at the end. Morgan Freeman is lecturing in front of the destroyed Congress. Yeah. We're going to rebuild everything. Okay. Great. Yeah,
2: the, the only reason I remember anything about this movie was because of the Chappelle show skit. Blippo. Where Dave Chappelle is Morgan Freeman, and he goes and hangs out with Blippo while the Earth gets destroyed by the comet.
1: Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Blippo's taking me in his spaceship. The rest of you, oh, sorry. Only room for one.
0: That would have been the ultimate, if Roland Emmerich had made a third movie, like at the same time, and called it like Dangerous Asteroid or something, and then the asteroid's coming, but instead of launching nukes at it or flying an oil team up there to drill into it, they use alien technology that uh, Judd Hirsch and Jeff Goldblum discover at Area 51, that's the movie that never got made. Do you not see how great that would have been? On, like the retardedness scale.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, again, they'd have to like play it off the same way they do Armageddon.
0: But they need the best pilot, so they get Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum to fly up to the asteroid.
1: And they upload virus. They upload a McAfee. nuclear bomb to it. Okay.
0: And Will Smith says, peace, with the cigar, and the asteroid blows up.
2: Yeah, I remember Will Smith's character <laughs> is dead now. <laughs> <laughs> they killed him because he was not appear son. in the movie. Get
0: Jaden Smith, then.
2: No. Yeah, I was probably
0: like
1: why he didn't appear in the movie. He's like, ah, Jaden needs to be in this. He'd be real good.
0: Well, if I were the director, I'd have been like, all right, done. Jaden can be the guy on the radio over there with the headset on. He has no lines. Great. Hey,
2: Jaden, why don't you give me a (laughs) cup of coffee? Okay.
0: Here, Jaden, just play near this wood chipper. (laughs) Whoops. Well, you still got one left. I hear she's pretty good at the music. I think he actually has another son, but like... An old, much older son from his first marriage, yeah. But they just never talk about him or like... Because the guy kept his fucking head down and enjoyed being some A-list, multi-millionaire son. Yeah, exactly. He was like, yeah, I'm fucking rich, the end. My life's pretty good. <laughs> and doesn't need to do any of this dumb shit about like, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to be a sci-fi movie I don't even know what he's supposed to be in that after. What is that, after Earth? On an actor, I can tell you that. <laughs> so going to say, like, well, okay. he's, a,
2: he's a fashion model or something. Walking the runway in women's clothes. I... Hey. I'm serious. I'm not making this up. I read it.
0: He's breaking barriers like fish landed on the moon. Oh, God. Oh. MSNBC. Nuclear weapons don't cause EMP. I mean, just I mean, Frodo Baggins escapes where Tasha Yar dies again on a motorcycle. Did nobody else laugh when she yeah. died because that was funny?
1: Wait, where, who? Which person? Denise
0: Crosby, the, uh, Frodo Baggins' girlfriend's mom. Oh, lady yeah, Tasha Yar from Star Trek: The Next Generation, who yeah. gets killed by a black slime monster. Right. Do not remember that, but at okay. At least
2: they made the. At least she had the good sense to give the baby to Frodo and his girlfriend or his wife before the the wave hit them.
0: <laughs> but this is just really funny that like she died that again, but it was somehow a longer and more meaningful death than the black goo guy just going like, ha ha. You have to watch it. I, I apparently I do because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about there. It's, it's just hilarious. They okay. kill her in like three seconds and it means nothing.
2: <laughs>
1: Is she like a main character up to that point? Uh-huh.
0: Oh,
2: Contract, not renewed.
0: Yeah, pretty much like <laughs> you wanted more money? Well, fuck you. We're just going to promote Michael Dorn in your place. We'll just get him in here. He works for cheap. <laughs> okay. It's a lesson they should have learned with uh, Robert Duvall. They should have gotten somebody else in there. Wouldn't Jack Nicholson have been a much better fish?
2: He's already played an astronaut before though. He's been like I there is a movie where he plays an astronaut or a retired astronaut or something it's I don't think it's an action movie.
0: What but, about Sean Connery?
2: Yeah, I mean he was already in a Michael Bay movie though. Right? Mm. He's in The Rock. The only good Michael Bay movie.
1: I was going to say, there weren't, like, any explosions
0: <clears throat> on that one. <laughs> what about Nickel's Cage? They were Nickels controlled cage?
2: explosions. They were contained.
0: Nickel's Cage could have been fish.
2: Would you have believed him, though, as the guy who landed Absolutely on not. the moon in the 70s?
0: No. I wouldn't have believed anybody. There's just... It's so... I, I fucking hate Deep Impact so goddamn much.
2: <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work for me. Like, the hit... Robert Duvall being, like, the NASA pilot guy doesn't bother me that much. The whole reason that movie didn't work for me is just because, I don't know, it's just so, like, morose, you know?
0: The tone doesn't really bother me. It's just that there's nothing behind it. And just, like, there's an asteroid, and then... It's just like the cliché festival is what bugs me because Armageddon is full of clichés, but it's done like in a I-know-it's-not-supposed-to-be-good sort of way. Like, you can tell Michael Bay is not trying to make the somber asteroid movie. He wants to make the asteroid action movie. But Deep Impact, okay, the genius kid finds the asteroid, the overworked scientist with his pizza and computer that he punches the buttons to enhance the picture with, puts it on a CD, drives it, gets killed by the drunk driver, tired trucker guy.
2: Okay, that's another thing I did not understand. Like, that guy, the scientist guy was not impaired in any way. Mm -hmm. So why did he keep, like, crossing the center line? He was reaching for his cell phone or something. Okay, so, but he wasn't impaired. Couldn't he have seen the guy, the drunk driver, coming?
0: Couldn't the government have checked the car registration and been like, oh, Leo Biederman doesn't own this car? Who's Leo Biederman? He must still be alive.
2: Also, being that this movie's like <laughs> A lot of work. from like the late nineties, pretty sure that all academic institutions were hooked up to the internet by then. He could have
0: sent an email or yeah. he could
2: fucking fax it or something. Like, you know, you don't need to the getting in the car and getting hit by the drunk driver is just for dramatic or, effect. What
0: that's what I'm saying, it's just yeah, the cliche. He could have yeah. picked up the phone, like the regular old landline telephone in his well, observatory. He tried to call some guy. But he could have called somebody oh, no, else. No, no, no. He
2: tried to email somebody through their stupid, like, uh, the crappy email server thing he was trying to do it and the server was down. But, yeah, you're right. He could have just picked up the phone that was right next to the computer on his desk and called somebody. Could have
0: called, he could have fucking called 911, for God's sake, and said there's an asteroid. <laughs> like, at least that would have gotten somebody out there. But... It's it's just full of cliches that are in service of nothing. That's why I like Armageddon, because it's just like all the dumb shit you'd expect shoved in there, but it's entertaining in the package that you get. Even like the, the quote-unquote quirky people who are working on the oil rig, like there's no way they're going to send somebody that obese into space. He would fucking die. <laughs> when the doctor said like, oh, you know, they're crazy, but they're all flight-capable health-wise, like... Uh huh. Where'd you go to medical school? Like fucking Aruba? No. Yeah, that guy, like with all
2: those G's from takeoff. His his heart would be crushed. (laughs) Yeah. The
0: the fucking seat would be crushed. The guy (laughs) would weigh like three thousand pounds because of the G's. Like the guy is the equivalent of Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like Dr. Nick. (laughs) Oh, they're fine. (laughs) Okay. Jesus, did you go to medical school? (laughs) To the something. But that's—it's funny. We're laughing about it. Exactly. It's like in Deep Impact, it's like, okay, this old guy's good to go up the spaceship because he's the best. We're all gonna die.
2: We have failed.
0: (laughs) The only reason we failed is because of your fucking quitter attitude.
2: Also, I never—I don't believe the whole thing about you know. He's like, oh, you're gonna keep going to work and everything (laughs) will be orderly and stuff. It's like, no. Even if like. You know, you come on TV and tell people that, like, an asteroid's going to hit the Earth and that everybody's going to die. It's like, people are going to go nuts instantly. It's like...
1: Yeah, there are going to be some people that just, like, quit their jobs, like, fuck this. I'm, exactly. like, you know, going to go live out in the Virgin Islands or something like that. And,
2: like, like Taya Leone, you know, in the real world, I think she would have said, like, fuck this. She would not have been, like, continuing to do her job and, like, reading all this shit on air and stuff. It's like, okay...
0: Or sitting with the giant T V on the desk behind her in hilarious news fashion.
2: Yeah, or like having newsroom meetings. It's like, ah, we're about to get hit by an asteroid. Let's have a meeting about like what we're gonna put at the ten o'clock hour. <laughs>
0: or let's have no. an orderly meeting where we're gonna pick who's gonna be in the helicopter. Fucking like eighteen people will be hanging onto the landing skids of the helicopter in that scenario. Right.
2: Or they would like say like, you know, fuck the straws and start stabbing people and stuff.
0: Yeah. And choke the guy leading the mean to death and say he's out of the pool now. Like that's how things would go down in that situation. So
2: I think in that movie they take, <clears throat> they take a very, uh, a very light view of, of human nature.
0: Rousseau certainly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But still, like the physics of that, I just believe like the helicopter clearly could have held another like ninety pound frail it, woman and.
0: <laughs> but the, she has time to drive out to see the most interesting man in the world. And die with him on the beach. The
2: helicopter could have flown her there. They could have picked him up. They all could
0: have survived. Uh, But the helicopter could have also (laughs) made multiple trips, like carried many people out of the news station. But uh, for some reason, (laughs) all the helicopters in D.C. need to take off at once. But they can't come back. Like, it's a fucking helicopter. Even if the wave is like two seconds away, it can go up.
2: Right, they're not disposable. Like, that's
0: the point of the helicopter.
2: Yeah. You, don't, you don't pull them out of, like, a little plastic <laughs> bin and, like, use them and then throw them away.
0: It's so it's like the helicopter could have made, like, 20 trips in the amount of time they wasted there. Like, they could have just flown all of them back and forth, like, evacuated everybody, or put people on top of a building. So they drop them off on top of the building, like, okay, I that's...
2: Know, okay, that's another movie we have to talk about. Kind of sci-fi. like, th- that's what they did in that other movie, The Day After Tomorrow... Like, all the people in New York, when it froze or whatever, there were, like, tons of people in the end of the movie on top of the skyscrapers, like, getting picked up by helicopters. So, yeah, it could have happened. They could have gone and picked up her dad, and then they could have just made off and, you know, been higher than the wave and just watched it. It's like, oh, that's pretty, and watch all those people get smashed by it, smashed by it.
0: And if he really wanted to die, they could have just thrown him out of the helicopter. Like, there's yeah. multiple solutions to the problem. Yeah,
1: but, I mean... When they were standing on the beach, they didn't actually know that the other larger
2: asteroid would have been, you know... No, Morgan Freeman told yeah.
0: them that. isn't he... Doesn't he say that, that it on... was going to
2: blow up? That... No, like... No, no, Morgan Freeman told them that, like, the smaller one was going to hit off the coast of Cape Hatteras, and then the larger one was going to impact, like, in Canada or something.
1: Yeah, and that it would be, yeah. like, world-ending. Yeah. So, like... He was just like, well, I may as well get it over with at that point in time in his mind. He didn't know that the the larger of the two would have been, like, blown up by, you know, the oh, I'm not, I'm the not giving
2: him a choice in this scenario. It's like, <laughs> she would just show up and be like, you know, Dad, we're getting out of here. Because, like, she, she's young. She doesn't have to, you know, do that.
0: Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> get to the chopper.
0: <laughs> if only they had... What if her dad was Arnold Schwarzenegger? This a, movie would have been a lot better. <coughs> it right? would have been, awesome. been, like, another
1: tick closer to the Armageddon scale of seriousness, which would have been great for it.
0: Or if Arnold Schwarzenegger had been the astronaut, he could have been part of, like, the East German space program. The asteroid. Yeah. And he could have gotten into the asteroid and just, like, ripped it in half using <laughs> like, his awesome ah. pectoral strength, just like, Wah. Yeah. And that's how, like, there'd be a smaller asteroid
1: coming Like, ah, I accidentally threw the other one off into space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He could get there in the suit and just, like, do, like, a leg press type thing and just, like, push it apart and break it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything would have improved this movie other than just, like, a bunch of cliche shit. Oh, even Tay Leone hates her mother-in-law. Like, I'm so sad you got remarried.
1: Oh, yeah, that. Right, to so a woman that's <laughs> younger than her.
0: It's like, how <laughs> fucking old are you, lady? Jesus, you know, you don't have to like your stepmom, but...
1: Yeah, when you're like, you know, 30-something, just accept that your parent has, you know, a life, and you don't need to like the life. It's their choice. Like,
2: Oh, yeah, another cliche, her mom putting on her best dress and the pearls and stuff, and then taking the overdose of pain pills or whatever.
0: Yeah. Adam Sandler's pills, she borrowed them. Yeah.
2: Now for the hat trick. <laughs> oh, if that's what if
0: that, if that's what Robert Duvall had said before they. Blew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Now for the hat trick.
0: Oh god, that would have been
2: that would have made it <laughs> worth it.
0: He didn't really say anything clever though.
2: Because they already did the retarded Hell Mary thing, so they had said that it, it would have made it self-aware enough to be enjoyable.
0: What if one of the other people on the ship though had told him stay on target?
2: Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, we should be writing these movies. Not whoever wrote Deep Impact, whatever this hack's name was. Some guy who had lunch with Disney
1: executives?
0: Written by Michael Token and Bruce Joel Rubin. No relation? Never. Fuck. No, uh, I really doubt. Related to J.R.R. Directed by Mimi Later. Leader. Never heard of her.
1: Probably because she never made another movie.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Oh, right. She made um, Pay It Forward. That movie.
2: Don't. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs)
0: Your guess is as good as mine. This is where you bring in the Roland Emmerich type person to elevate your script up to at least Independence Day levels, which is why, again, I like Armageddon so much better, even if it's got the dumb Ben Affleck-Arwen love subplot thingy in there that at least sets up the conflict between him and Bruce Willis. Yeah. At least it was a better love
1: subplot than The Hobbits. It served
0: some purpose in the story. Yeah. Other than, like, the family conflict from Deep Impact of, like, I gotta marry this girl, or I hate you, Dad. I also hate you, stepmom. I'm just gonna go, you know, be an alcoholic. But Liv Tyler
2: hates her dad in Armageddon.
0: But she hates like, him for a reason. Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. he was a shitty father, yeah.
0: And because he's acting like a child about her wanting to be with Ben Affleck. Like, she at least has a reason to dislike him. It's... I think ironic the Michael deep Bay impact movie has her, stronger characters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think her reason and deep impact for being angry with her dad is, I mean, it's, it is plausible. It's like he kind he left her mother to marry another <laughs> younger woman. I mean, what kid wouldn't be upset about that?
0: Yeah, what kid wouldn't be upset about that? Yeah,
2: but you're always going to be your parents' kid, and even if you're like twenty something, like she is, I assume in this movie, she's still going to be upset about it. But yeah, I agree with you that the, the The Liv Tyler-Bruce Willis conflict is, it's much easier to grasp. Like, there's not as much shit going on around it as there is in Deep Impact, which, it gets muddied by everything else in Deep Impact, because there's so many, like, silly subplots. Like, they could have cut out the whole thing with her dad. Yeah. But I guess they had to give her character, like, you know, some depth or something, because otherwise she'd just be the talking head on TV.
0: But what was really the point of her character, though? She could have been out of the movie after Morgan Freeman was like, "We built a secret spaceship."
2: Yeah, actually, no. Yeah. I guess they you, they have to give you a character to like be the lens into like how people deal with the reality of. Well, the that's world. the thing. They
1: had way too many yeah. lenses into like how people were handling themselves in this movie, and that just made them all feel sort of really shallow, and you didn't care about their stories at all.
2: Yeah. This this movie's just not particularly inventive. Whereas like Armageddon, despite being a shit pile
1: It's an enjoyable shit pile. Yeah.
0: You really can't beat it. As far as just like dumb shit put on film that's entertaining. I think Armageddon's probably up there in the pantheon of heroes.
1: Along with Independence Day and
0: I think Independence Day is a better movie than Armageddon
1: has a lot of dumb shit, though.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's higher in the Pantheon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But something about, like, that mix of action, sci-fi, and, like, jingoism, just it's all... It all meshes together really well. Like
2: where the piece of the asteroid hits Paris or whatever and <laughs> obliterates it, and it's like you yeah, just hear, America. Like, all the people in the theater going like, yeah, fuck you!" All well, those
0: yeah, those French sissies <laughs> with their croissants dying from asteroid impacts. They didn't even try to fight it. This was ninety
1: nine or ninety eight eight. Yeah, yeah. So this was before Freedom Fries. So they're maybe right. more cheering if it was released than you know.
2: 2002 yeah yeah but it was like the conditions they were primed for the the jingoism already yeah
0: yeah yeah woo Woo woohoo! i mean look at all these inept brown people trying to deal with this asteroid in outer space they don't even know about it they don't have a fucking space program we're america we got two space shuttles we made into space ships
2: yeah like oh we're gonna clean up your fucking mess again (laughs)
0: It's like you chink faggots didn't know about space. We got to fix it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's what's so great about this movie. I can't underline that enough. That's what makes it so entertaining is that. Yeah. It's like we're going to hire these roughneck blue-collar that's the thing. psychos from the yeah. oil rig.
2: <laughs> that's the thing. Like like the only person who can save the earth is like the American working man. <laughs>
0: This is Larry. He's a GM auto worker. He's going to go up and assemble the drill with you. You know, he makes car parts for the American <laughs> yeah. working man because that's who he is, and that's who he cares about. No, he used to be a cable that? guy no, as well.
2: Uh, what's, the, what's the name of the guy in, um, you know, Dan Aykroyd's character?
0: It starts with a Z, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Zelensky. Yeah. Zelensky. Auto Parts. We make you know, oh, <laughs> auto parts yeah. for the
2: American worker, you know, because that's who we are, and that's who we care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's all that's
0: missing. <laughs> and I, I fucking love Armageddon. It's such a great movie. And I hate Deep Impact. So this is like a great pairing of movies.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like two versions of quantum reality. Yeah. Because it's basically the same movie. It's just that, like we said, it's just a different tone.
0: Except in one of them...
2: One of them's gonzo and the yeah. other one is like too grounded.
0: And one of them, <laughs> you and your friends like shotgun the Bud Light tall boys in the backyard while the asteroid blows up, and then the other one, you get killed in the flood. I'm going to go with the shotgunning beers version. The one,
2: the one is a wine that went bad. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the other one is a Keystone Light that you shotgun.
0: Yeah. That's a really good analogy right there. <clears throat> I still maintain the Keystone Light would have been a better ending. <laughs> Somebody had been throwing up drunk, like oh, just like, crushing no, beer that's, cans that's on their forehead. that's what they were missing.
2: Like, all the... Fucking like product placement and uh Armageddon and stuff, they could have done that. They could have had like you know, like, yeah, it's fucking pounds of Budweiser's before we get out there and like drill this, thing.
0: right? What if one of the guys had smuggled like a bunch of beer under the shuttle and they all got wasted before they went out there with the drill? Or oh, the Russian guy like keeps a bottle of vodka in space because it's super cold,
1: yeah, he says it like outside he of thing. like valid. on a string. <laughs>
0: He's his best chill you get. <laughs> he's colder than anything on Earth. Like, okay, great. He's <laughs> colder than ice. And, yeah, and like Ben Affleck's doing shots with him. That's why he fucks with the fuel pump, because he's no. like, woo. A better line would be,
1: it's colder than my bitch ex-wife.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, oh, would, for Michael Bay, that yeah. would have been... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's
2: exactly what they would have the stereotypical Russian characters say, too.
0: Yeah, but he's, you know, drinking the vodka. And know, right after they saved
2: them, when they're crappy... Shitty built space station explodes, which was like, you know, like, haha, yeah, you got a fucking bad space station. We make the good one. You remember Skylab? That didn't blow up.
0: <laughs> no space station. We planned station. for it to crash, baby.
2: <laughs> good job, we had a giant Ivan. Target for Taco <laughs> <That's right>. Bell. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, and when they're leaving the asteroid, who wants Taco Bell? And they're all going back to Earth. Like They, they set the shuttle navigator for Taco Bell like in Southern California. Oh, yeah. yeah. They
2: only 90, have one shuttle by the
0: end, right? Yeah, they fucking crash into the parking lot and get out, and everybody's like, wow, what just happened? They're like, give me three chalupas. Spit a little bit of chewing tobacco on the ground. <laughs> How great of a movie would that be? Oh, God. Hey. So
2: it sounds like you're trying to fuse Armageddon <laughs> with like Con Air or something.
0: <laughs> Isn't that another Michael Bay movie?
2: Oh, God, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So he, he's made like like two like actually well three actually good enjoyable movies. All of them in the '90s. Wow. Yeah. That's weird.
0: Con Air meets Armageddon would be one of the most entertaining movies I think you could put on film. It can't be accomplished today, but it, it should have been accomplished so back So if in the they day.
2: were in space when the guy in Con Air has his, like, diabetic shock thing and they have to get the needle, like, what, what are they going to do?
0: Cut open one of the dead guys and, like, <laughs> squeeze like the insulin? Out his pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought. I just had a great idea from Michael Bay's next movie, Con Air in Space. Future Con Air, where they're moving convicts from one asteroid penal colony to another... And you have future know. Nicolas Cage. This is your barbecue, Cyrus, and it tastes good. I don't want to get in the way of that. Yeah. I think
2: they already <laughs> made a movie about that, where like they have like a like a, a penal colony orbiting Earth or something. I swear, there's been a movie about that, and it's all about like these guys escaping or something from this colony. But yeah, the fact that I can't remember it probably means it's due for a remake or another stab at the movie. <laughs> but yeah,
0: Michael Bay's gotta be making this movie for it to be of
2: <laughs> Yeah, and it has to have some like gay Michael Bay name too, like, you know, the cube or something. Like it's a cube shaped prison or whatever.
0: The tetrahedron. Something like that. The yeah. tet. The tet, yeah. They <laughs> yeah. call it the tet for short. Oblivion, yeah. Yeah. That's where I was thinking of that yeah. from, yeah, fucking stupid-ass movie. Never seen it? Okay. Maybe oh. we'll have to watch that at some point. It's,
2: it's like one of those movies that's <laughs> worth watching on TV, and it is on TV now.
1: I usually just skip a lot of these bad movies. I only end up watching them when I come here. Aww. That's not at all. That's like, <laughs> I'm doing other things with my life that are like...
2: Yeah, but Justin, your brain has enough capacity to store bad movies in it and not lose anything.
1: Uh, they'll just be gone in a week or two probably pushed out by
2: others it's fine yeah it's yeah. fine what do you care then <laughs> it's just your ram it's being pushed out of right
0: yep so what's next unless you guys other things you wanted to say about those these movies yeah no. I mean I think we already covered our <coughs>
1: views on one being a ship pile the other being at least an enjoyable ship pile
0: I'm done Oh, what's next? That's, that's oh, what's next? Really. what What's next then? We could do the Tommyknockers, but that may cause you to die from a brain aneurysm.
2: And it's a mini series, so it is kind of long. But
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. We we
1: talked about a couple other things today, but I can't remember them. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> I thought we did. What was the one like made-for-TV movie that you said was like, oh, God, I need to go on like Suicide Watch? Tommyknockers. Tommy Knockers. Oh, that was Tommy Knockers? <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Um, so we can talk about uh, some Will Smith sci-fi movies.
1: Okay. Yeah, there was Independence Day. I didn't know if we wanted to save that for when the next one came out or not. I,
0: yeah, I think that we got to do that. So
2: we've got three Men in Black movies. We've oh. got...
0: Um, oh, we have After Earth after with Jaden Smith. Oh, that's what we should watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <let's> watch <laughs> Thanks, Justin.
1: All right.
0: Oh, uh, so, yeah. After Earth next week starring Will Smith and his son Jaden Smith. Who's, I'll have to uh,
1: wear um, some long sleeves next week so you don't see the scars <laughs> of uh, me trying to kill myself during the movie. Or
2: you were like cutting yourself for the, the dopamine release or whatever to get through the movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, Cypher Rage. And his son, whose name I forget. Cipher? Who's Cipher Rage? That's Will Smith's name, Cipher Rage. He's the only one of the... Oh, famous, in After Earth? Yeah, who can fight the giant bug monsters by ghosting because he feels no fear. This is going
1: to be bad. And he
0: speaks in a monotone with a very strange, maybe British accent for most of the movie. Justin but this. then, he's Will Smith for a couple seconds.
2: This movie, let me set it up for you. It's it's <laughs> what Clark said, plus it's directed by M. Night Shyamalan. And oh. written by M. Night Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that aspect yeah. of it. But there is no twist. That's the twist. Ooh, Yeah.
1: That's tricky. No, a... The
2: real twist is that they didn't put his name in any of the marketing materials for the movie that came out. With good reason. Right. And despite that, it still became, I think, the biggest box office, one of the biggest box office bombs of all time.
0: Okay, that brings me back to what I had in the hopper before. Pluto Nash? We do need to get to Pluto Nash at some point.
1: We could do that instead. I think that might be better than After Earth. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh,
2: great. Pluto Nash is tough. (laughs) It's, it's one of those things where like, you have calluses after you're done. It's, it's on <laughs>
0: requires, your <eyes. laughs> it requires effort to sit through. It's yeah. it's pretty intense. So we'll stick with After Earth. We'll we'll slowly ramp you up to where you can take the Pluto Nash hot shot in the arm and not you know start puking on the floor. Okay, we'll get you up there. All right.
2: Yeah, After Earth is just like turpentine on your balls. Not not as bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, between turpentine and tiger balm. (laughs) Well, I can't think of a better way to end that.
2: Okay, Trump.
1: Other than asking the episode number, but...
0: Well, do you want to guess?
1: 44? 42. Oh, okay.
0: So you were in the neighborhood. So it's 43 next time.
1: All right. Maybe I'll remember better since we did it at the end now. Okay. Or you can just edit to the start.
0: It's R.I.P. Jeb. It's all good, unless you're Jeb.